Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And let's start off with uh, one of my favorite uh, boxers, Anthony Joshua. And it seems that uh, Eddie Hearn says that he and Deontay Wilder have agreed to terms for their heavyweight fight. The question now is uh, when and where. Uh, to read the article, courtesy of yardbarker.com. Terms have been agreed for Anti Joshua to fight Deontay Wilder, Eddie Hearn has claimed. The former champions were rumored to collide in December with Saudi Arabia mentioned as a probable location. Said Eddie, we've agreed money, we've agreed everything. We're waiting on the official contract, but we won't wait forever. He, Anti Joshua, is just training away, but he wants Wilder. If it can't be made, he wants to stay active. If he fights in December, there'll be three fights in eight months, which is incredible for him. People keep saying he should uh, have one more fight and then fight Wilder, but we don't think so. If it ends up that way, so be it, and nothing would surprise me. But Hearn did also say that Joshua may walk away if contracts are not signed soon and could look for another opponent, which said to be down the rabbit hole of Anthony Joshua and his promoter, Eddie Hearn. So, courtesy of Boxing247.com, Michael Collins says, Eddie Hearn is confident that Anti Joshua will knock out Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury to become the undisputed champion by this time next year and then will retire from the sport. Collins continues, things aren't looking good now for Joshua as the Saudis haven't produced the money to stage the fight against Wilder for January, and it appears that they've changed their minds. Hearn hasn't given up on the Saudis quite yet, and will wait another two weeks before he moves on with Joshua to find someone else that will stage the fight. He says the Joshua versus a Wilder fight could take place in February or March, possibly in Las, Ve Las Vegas or London at Wembley. If everything goes wrong, Joshua won't get Wilder or Fury and uh, will start going in a different direction. There's always the trilogy with Andy Ruiz Jr. or Alexander Usyk that will interest fans and make a boatload of money for AJ and Matchroom Boxing. Call me deluded, but he's going to knock out Deontay Wilder and then he's going to knock out Tyson Fury, said Hearn. And then he's going to become undisputed heavyweight world champion and then we're going to sail off into the sunset. I see it. Have the vision for that. Let's make it happen, he concludes. Free may eventually uh, fight Joshua because he likes money, and that matchup will be the ideal one uh, to take before retiring. Uh, we'll see what happens, right? We've heard it all before. Uh, as I mentioned the other day, Skills Challenge Entertainment out of Saudi Arabia, whom Herm has been, who Herm has, has been negotiating with, has been replaced by a new entity uh, that booked the Tyson Fury fight with the uh, former UFC champ, Francis Nagano. So it's left uh, matchroom uh, weighing options and uh, realistically doesn't look good for Wilder on the flip side of things uh, because he hasn't fought in quite a while. And uh, anyway, Eddie says, uh, you know, we'll, only last night we were looking at uh, the numbers for Las Vegas thinking, wow, Joshua against Wilder in Las Vegas. Hmm. Maybe that would be something to be remembered for a long time. We'll see. We'll speak to Deontay Wilder's team tonight. They want to fight. We want to fight. But it's slow, and sooner or later, we're going to have to look elsewhere, he said. 
Joshua's potential interim fight in December is likely to be uh, a step up in the opposition after he picked up routine work, routine wins over uh, Jermaine Franklin and Robert Hellenius to bounce back from consecutive defeats against Alexander Usyk. And Wilder is also considering taking another fight, but both men remain intent on facing each other, and Hearn is the person tasked with making it happen. Let's go back to uh, Yard Barker. Friends over there are reporting that Cole Frock from the UK, or Frock, has shared his thoughts on Anthony Joshua, labeling him as a damaged fighter. Uh, as you know, uh, these comments come in the wake of uh, Joshua potentially facing the very hard-hitting Deontay Wilder. And the Cobra gave his assessment in an interview. He said, if uh, Deontay Wilder knocks out Anthony Joshua, then I don't think Joshua will want to fight again after that. I don't think you can build up after that. If, if Wilder knocks out Anthony Joshua, then I think that's the end of Anthony Joshua. I don't think he comes back from that. Anthony Joshua, since Rui's loss, I think he's a damaged fighter. I've got to be honest. I don't think he's ever been the same since that loss. You can see by his performance when, when he's what he's thinking. When I watch him fight, I'm concerned he's not there anymore. Carl Froke, people, out of the UK. And uh, out of Germany, though, uh, Mamu Char, or uh, you know, as, as he's as he's known, uh, Manuel Char, in other circles, he's uh, he's expected to have a fight in the heavyweight division soon as well. Uh, long story, I explained it the other day. Anyway, he was uh, speaking about Anti Joshua the other day as well, and agreed uh, that Anti Joshua is mentally broken and he's not ready for Deontay Wilder. Let's have a see if we can see the uh, quote in here somewhere. Um, right now, Joshua is mentally broken. You can see that against Andy Ruiz when he got first knocked out, two losses against Usyk. He looks broken. He needs time. He's not ready for Fury. He needs five or six easy fights to get back to himself. If he fights Wilder next, he can stop boxing after that. He's not ready for Wilder or Fury and not ready for me, Char said. <laughs> Fair enough. Good on Char. All right. Um, so a quick look here at uh, Chris Eubank Jr. Because there's been a lot of speculation he might be asked to fight uh, Connor Ben or that the fight might be worked out between he and Connor Ben. But he's not looking forward uh, to that at all and is looking elsewhere. As a matter of fact, he had this to say about Connor Ben. He lost all of his privileges when he failed those drug tests a year ago, said uh, Chris Eubank Jr. I'm the A-side. I'm the shot caller in that fight. It will happen. The fight will happen. I can tell you when it will happen. It still has a lot of issues to smooth out, and I have a lot of options to weigh up. Despite calling out Triple G as the current two-belt middleweight champ, when Triple G gives up titles a while back, you can look into building towards a world championship. Many would argue that this wouldn't be needed, though. He has a trilogy with Liam Smith on the table. Once the Liverpool man is fully fit, Cal Brook, is also in the mix for move up to 160. Promoter Eddie Hearn, here we go again, wants to fast track Eubank versus Ben uh, due to the original holdup. Eubank is much more relaxed about the pair eventually trading blows. That fight doesn't need to be rushed in any way, in my opinion, said Eubank. Connor Ben isn't going anywhere. The timing has to be right. He does need to be fully acquitted of the situation he's in. 
but he doesn't have any appeals going on with the board. He can't have any drug agencies uh, having him on a banned list or whatever the case may be. He has to be 100 clear for that fight to go ahead. And at this moment in time, he isn't. So that's uh, why I can't say when this fight will happen, but it will happen, he added. All right, a quick little uh, recap uh, with respect to a fight that recently took place in Detroit. Rising middleweight contender Joseph Hicks Jr. continued a busy 2023 on Friday as he stopped veteran Gilberto De Santos in the fourth round of their showdown at Motor City Casino in Detroit. Promoted by Salida Promotions, Hicks is now 9-0, six knockouts, and he earned his fifth victory of the year in his debut performance with highly regarded trainer uh, K. Corona. Uh, it, I felt great in the ring, said Hicks. I tried to put my combination together more than what you normally see from me. I'm improving with every fight. I look forward to staying busy and fighting the best in the division. I'm one step closer to becoming a world-rated a world -rated contender and then a world champion. Fair enough. Good for him. Good for Salida, by the way. Let's go around the world to Japan. Unbeaten Japanese prospect WBC youth light fly champ Yuga Ozaki. He's 4-0 now. Uh, faced a fast-punching uh, southpaw and decked a very important victory over WBA number four, uh, Synthax Sinri, uh, the hard-punching Thailander. Um, Ozaki dropped him twice in the first round and had him in great trouble uh, to have uh, the ref declare a halt at 1 minute 53 seconds of the second round in a scheduled 10-rounder that took place in Osaka, Japan. Ozaki looked so sharp and smooth that he connected fast combinations to the highly regarded Thailander, uh, quickly checking him twice in round one. Wow, it's amazing. Simri uh, had a narrow escape and scored a big left midway in round two. However, Ozaki uh, retaliated with a furious combination to have him helpless uh, on the ropes uh, to cause the referee's intervention. Uh, elsewhere in, in Japan, I want, want to mention quickly, 40-year-old ex-world 105-pound champ, Katsunari Takayama, who's 34 and 9, scored a unanimous decision over Filipino Jerome Ballaro, who's now 7-4-1, uh, over eight fast rounds, also taking place in Osaka, Japan. For the veteran Takayama, uh, it was his second comeback since he failed to win the WO Fly uh, belt from um, Elwin Soko, Soto in Arlington, Texas in 2021, as he recently decisioned Filipino Joe Lino this past June. Uh, faster and busier, uh, Katsunari piled up more points and defeated the durable Filipino 17 years his junior. Wow. So there you go. Fighting happening around the world, and I'm reporting on it just for you. Thanks for joining me. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. when I join Mike Orr for his show, Knuckle Up. Cheers.